Welcome to the Mindset Maker Podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. So each week we interview mindset experts and discuss tools and research designed to help you unlock your mindset and improve your results. Today with us on the show, we have Irina Krasko. She formerly worked in finance and now she is a mindset coach. So welcome to the show today, Irina. Thank you, Jaden. I'm super excited. Thank you for inviting me. So super happy to have you on the show. So um you know, for the people listening, would you mind telling us a little bit about your story, a little bit about yourself and, and your background? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I grew up, um, as we like just spoke a little bit, uh, back in Latvia. Uh, that's where I'm from. So my family is kind of quite um, uh, conventional, um, I would say, uh, Soviet minded right okay. so in mind um then i uh, moved to the uk so i spent a lot of time working in the uk in finance um and so the way i got into mindset i would say um the journey was like quite organic for me uh because i i just like when i was working in finance at some point i realized that's not something I'm going to do for the rest of my life, right? I okay. enjoyed finance. I still like spreadsheets. I still like uh, Excel, Excel uh, <laughs> and spreadsheets, which is uh, yeah, very geeky, I know. <laughs> but um, I um, I just thought that there is something else for me that, you know, I was really uh, genuinely in mind in, in neuroscience. So everything around like how your brain works and how you can change like your state your emotional state your state of mind um, achieve goals um, in an easier and like simpler way uh, everything was kind of drawing my uh, my interest right like uh, pulling me towards that so okay. and then that's when I stumbled on NLP um, and I did the NLP course it's neurolinguistic programming it's essentially everything about how your mind is coded, is coding information. Okay. Uh, and that's where it all kind of started. Okay. So, I mean, was this, you know, I feel like this would be a, a big change, right? Because you are a certified accountant, you're working for some big companies, you've done some work with Visa, am I right? Yeah. And so it, you, I feel like you had like a pretty well-established established career doing something. What was that like for you to, to feel like, oh my gosh, there's something else that's calling me. There's something else I need to do. But like you had invested a ton of time and energy into this other path. What was, what was that like? Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that's such a good question. Um, you know, I think for me, it, it probably it's part of my personality as well, that, um, I kind of always looked at my life as, um, like as a whole and, I always thought like, well, if I don't do something now, then, you know, I'm going to, it's going to go like another year is going to go by then more years are going to go by. And like, so I'm kind of looking ahead, mm-hmm. uh, like in, in future. So, and I often uh, like one of the uh, things that I do, like when I can't make a decision or when I'm scared to make a decision, I ask my older self, so I asked myself when I'm like 90 years old, right? Yeah. When I'm like at my deathbed and, you know, I'm looking back at my life and that kind of thick, wisdomful uh, Irina is giving you that advice, right? So what would she say? What would she tell me um, if, you know, if I was asking her that question, right? And yeah, of course, like it's not um, the easiest thing to kind of just 
completely change the traje trajectory of uh, where you've been going, especially like I've studied a lot, like I've right. put so much effort and um, uh, time and um, energy studying for, for this finance for, you know, get certified. Um, but, you know, you always have a choice. You either go with it, you go with the flow and you either, you can find something that you enjoy there. And I definitely, as I said, I enjoyed certain parts of it. Um, but I don't know, part of me was always like curious, like what if there is something else? Like what if mm -hmm. another side of it is, is better, right? Like mm -hmm. and, and fear, they go together with it. And that's the, um, it's kind of, it's the duality right like in in terms of like the nature like there's always um they're always like opposites right but mm -hmm. to me fear is part of the excitement excitement mm -hmm. is part of the fear right so, and you choose wh which way you want to focus on you want to focus on fear and like get fear um help like direct your inform your decisions mm -hmm. or you um you know make a bet on yourself and you just go with it i love that so I mean, um, I want to talk about some of the mindset stuff you're doing now because it's incredible, but I do have a question um, and maybe for some people listening right now, because I feel like your story is honestly really inspiring seeing how much time you, you dedicated and committed and you still were able to shift paths. I love when you talk about, you know, asking your future self, right? Your 90 year old self, um, because, you know, I, it's like we have this, the, you know, the version of ourself that's incredible exists now. We just have to kind of find it within us. But if you had to ask or, I mean, if you had to give a piece of advice to maybe someone listening today that's um, looking at making a big step or a big change in their life, um, kind of like what you had to do, that total shift, what would be a piece of advice you could give someone like that? Mm. Yeah, uh, in terms of um, mindset, um, I would say, like, making, I mean, it, it, it comes to making a decision, right, at the end of the day. Um, but the uh, the question um the question i think that comes to my mind here apart from you know the 90 years old self asking the 90 years old self uh is that how you want to leave like how you want to spend the rest of your life right in terms of not necessarily in terms of goals like which goals you want to achieve which like the end points you want to uh reach mm -hmm. uh, more about your everyday life um so for me um i think where it all started was the how I want to spend my days right mm. so how I want to um my lifestyle to be and mm -hmm. that was that I really like that that's part of my values right it's freedom so so that I can make my own schedule and I can be location free so I can like travel around the world which was what I'm doing now right I'm mm -hmm. living in like two different parts of the world and um I think that was kind of the, such a strong um sort of pull for me uh, in terms of lifestyle but I'm saying strong, like, I'm, I'm not saying that, you know, when I decided that I want this, like, right away, next day, I quit my job, right? No, okay. I actually, um, that that's what I kept in my mind, that this is what I want, eventually, but I mm -hmm. wasn't, like, I wasn't stressed about it, right? I wasn't, like, oh, like, I'm going to work every day, and, like, you know, dreading the next day, and thinking, this is not what I want. Um, I was enjoying what I had in that moment, I was mm -hmm. enjoying that, just like keeping my options open and keeping my eyes open onto what comes to me like what, what are their where are the opportunities right okay. and obviously like saving some money to have a cushion right because that's right. the 
one of the biggest um, fears for people when they um, want to change something, they they don't want to start from scratch, right? That's mm -hmm. the, the idea that I'm going to start from scratch, from like um, zero, which I think it's also just the way we frame it, right? Right. Um, it, it's just, if you keep thinking that if you change your career, if you change from like uh, corporate to business, you start from scratch, but that's, the there can be an upgrade, right? You can see mm -hmm. that. Um, as in like next level or a bigger turn, right? That you that you make, it's just all about the perception, right? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it's totally about how you frame it. It's totally about your perception. So, for people that don't know, and even for me, I would like to hear more. Can you explain exactly what NLP coaching is and kind of what that encapsulates? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so NLP uh, stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming. I'm not sure it actually explains what it is very well <laughs> but essentially it's um it, it's a program language of your mind how like you know we have different programming language for uh softwares mm -hmm. so this is how our minds um are programmed how our subconscious gets programmed right uh so it's it's all about like the the language, right? The language we speak, which where uh, the affirmations come in, right? Like mm -hmm. uh, the importance of the positive affirmations, uh, and um, so I'll give you an example. Maybe yeah. it's gonna it will make it a bit easier. Um, so our mind doesn't speak in language, right? As in like language is important, but mm -hmm. the feeling behind language. And uh, how it memorizes information is not in, in words or in facts. It memorizes information in pictures, sounds, and uh, feelings. Mm -hmm. right? So everything that we can, like if you can think of um, a memory in the past, uh, you would think that you remember the fact. But, in, but what, what happens in your brain is that you kind of see a blink of this picture. Mm -hmm. right? Some people are more visual, some people are more auditory. Um, and you might hear some some music right if there was it was an event like um a I don't know, a party you might hear something and you would also have a feeling a sensation about mm. this event right so okay. it's not the event itself because we all remember events in a different way some right. people like the party we remember like we will have good memories so it will be positive feelings for someone who didn't like the party or something happened there right they would have like very negative um right Sensation. So that's how our brain kind of codes um, memories, and in the same way, we code other memories, which are like our, which turn into our uh, thinking patterns, our belief system, um, our habits, right? The mm -hmm. habitual behaviors and the actions that we take on a daily basis, and that actually, uh, that essentially runs what well, over ninety percent. They say ninety five percent of our daily activity our daily mm -hmm. action thinking everything that's which is a good thing as well right because we don't need to think of how to chew our food or how right. to speak language or how to walk um how to use our uh, hands um legs and you know that, that's everything that your subconscious is doing for you but in the same way in in that uh, the same um at the same time it memorizes stuff that doesn't necessarily help us, right? Mm. Sometimes it helps, sometimes it doesn't, okay. right? So, um, for example, you um, like you had a bad memory of uh, speaking in front of your schoolmates, right, at school, uh, and uh, I don't know, maybe 
it doesn't have to be like huge, like you were bullied, or maybe you just you just made it um a it just made you feel not good, right? Someone right. said something, didn't even mean that, but we created a meaning about it. So that is going to play in your subconscious mind until you actually address that, right? Okay. Yeah, you you build those negative associations with things, whether you want to or not. Now it's stuck in your subconscious mind and you have these mental blocks against, you know, performing at a higher level, doing, you know, things you may want to do, but you have those those kind of fears. Yeah. Okay. That makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, you talked about like, you know, positive affirmations. What role do positive affirmations play um in, you know, kind of helping reprogram your mind in those ways? Yeah. Um, affirmations are great because I think most of the time we don't even recognize that, but we don't speak that nicely about ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. We don't speak even that not nicely about other people, right? We can say something about other people. Um, we can say something about ourselves, which we would ne never say about other people, right? Like right. even like simple things like, oh, like you're so silly or, uh, oh, that's been so stupid, right? When you make a mistake or something. We don't do that to other people, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. And uh, words... Uh, they have a huge um, impact on our brain as well, right? And on mm -hmm. our this linguistic part of uh, NLP comes in. And uh, there were a lot of studies um, done in science, um, which were um, essentially, there is, there is a study uh, done with water, mm -hmm. how um, words affect water. So the when um, you have like two pods and you say... Um, say of course like you say that with feelings right with how you feel about it with like mm -hmm. love, appreciation gratitude then the water crystallizes in like really beautiful shapes mm -hmm. and uh, another part uh, when you say like um, something with hate with anger uh, with jealousy then uh, crystals become like really ugly shape right so mm. uh, it was um um dr emoto i think is japanese scientist dr emoto um like maybe the listeners can look up for it like it's a really interesting experience okay yeah so um and that essentially you know we are made of water mm -hmm. uh, big time, right so um that's how the positive things the positive affirmations influence our our state of mind our body right and saying that um what, what i would say also like obviously just listening to that uh like it, it will be helpful but it's not like as helpful as you you can make a few things to add up to that to kind mm -hmm. of that even more um influential right on your on your state of mind which is uh list that in, when you're fully relaxed right you need to be like in this alpha state of mind which is usually mm -hmm. meditative state or pre-sleep state so really good um time to listen to that is when you just before you go to sleep Mm -hmm. or the first thing when you wake up right because your mind is still in that kind of slower uh, frequencies mm -hmm. uh, and obviously like listen and the more you can connect that with the feelings that it gives you mm -hmm. and also keeping that uh, as you go into your day right because you can listen to that like you know in the morning in the evening and then uh, go and you know yell at your kids or you know get angry at a driver uh you know who cut you off or something that that's mm -hmm. not the purpose right the purpose is actually um to listen and then take that with you as you go into the day right 
Right, right. Because all those negative, um, you know, I mean, it's, it may be impossible to be positive 100% of the time, but those negative experiences, um, you know, I was talking to someone recently about this, they affect us as much as we may think they affect someone, right? If we're frustrated at someone and you, you yell at someone or something, you know, you're, you're trying to, I don't know, perhaps like punish them or express your anger. But in reality, you're the one that will feel the, the majority of the, the, you know, those negative impacts. Um, so really trying to minimize the, the negative feelings we feel every day um, and try to maximize the amount of positive feelings we every day we feel every day will do a lot for us and our, our overall happiness. So really, really interesting. Um, so I know that you do something called transformational life coaching. Can you talk a little bit about kind of what that looks like, what that is? And like, let's say someone was a life, co- uh, life coaching client of yours, what would that look like? And what would that experience be like for them? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, transformational. Um, I think the word transformation is, um, first of all, it's like, it's a bit different from the change, right? Transformation is essentially when you, um, change is, I would say it's a shift, right? Transformations when, um, at least how I see that, uh, you can change one little thing about yourself, about like the, um, who you believe yourself to be or shifting some beliefs and they can con- like completely transform uh, like a lot of parts of your life, if not the whole mm-hmm. life, right? Because the way we do one thing is the way we do everything, right? And it's very surprising sometimes how um, like one little shift of belief that you had maybe about yourself in your relationships, like romantic relationships, uh, can change the way you show up at work, can change mm. the way you um, approach health and fitness, food, um, your relationship with money and so on right mm-hmm. and um, yeah the, the way it looks is so before you can change something in your subconscious mind right before you can shift your beliefs before you um, um, before you create the change you need to understand like where you're coming from right mm-hmm. so um, essentially it starts with a little bit of digging in like what is going on and like what are those beliefs and what are those um, kind of internal limitations that we have that the programming that we have like the person has right in, mm-hmm. in the mind that is running uh, that is informing all those thoughts and behaviors and habitual like emotional response um, and like digging into that and understanding what what that is and mm-hmm. then um like I, I work on a um, identity level. So okay. because it, it all kind of comes back to who we believe ourselves to be, right? And uh, who you build, like who how, your self-concept, your self-perception essentially informs your beliefs, right? Your values, your thinking patterns, your actions, and um, eventually your results, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and when you create a change or shift on that level, an identity level, that's how it cascades down to everything, including your results, right? Mm-hmm. And where you just feel in life. Right, right. right. So, okay. um, yeah. So, the, first of all, you need to understand where you are, right? And then um, see how this path is like. It's a like it's like a sat nav, right? Or Google Maps, right? When you mm-hmm. are driving somewhere, you need to put a place where you're going, but you also need to know where you are because otherwise, like, where do you drive? Like southwest, right? You just mm-hmm. two points, right? And then 
you connect and uh, connect the with with the bridge with the path. <laughs> okay, very cool. So um, recently, I was talking to uh, Elliot Rowe. He's a hypnotherapist who's worked with like professional poker players. I think all the poker players he has coached with have won like a hundred million dollars or something like, you know, really big world-class people. Um, and yeah, it was really interesting talking to him about hypnotherapy. I saw for you, you said that, um, some of your coaching kind of, uh, works with hypnotherapy ideas and stuff like that. What, what role does that kind of play for, for you and, and what you're doing as well? Yeah. Um, it's, I think it's, one of the biggest things I would say, not necessarily hypnotherapy is part of it as well. Mm -hmm. uh, but I would say I use the hypnotherapy elements. Okay. Um, and um, like I, I, I call it hypno meditations, right? Okay. So it's half meditation, half, half hypnotherapy. Sometimes um, I do, um, I used to do more of it before. Um, I would record a personalized hypnotherapy for someone. Mm -hmm. I still do it, but it depends on, on the person, right? If, okay. if they really want it um but th that it just creates the change much quicker right because you can tell people a million times what they need to do or um you know you can you can understand what is going on in your mind and what are your limitations but how do you change that right mm -hmm. so a lot, of, a lot of people like they get stuck especially when um like I, I'm nothing against therapy right but sometimes right. like we go to therapy we can understand what the problem is right but then instead of like coming out of the problem we're kind of going back in circles mm, right, going back, right um like in the same kind of pattern because because now we have explanation to this problem right and now it becomes almost like an excuse right so sort of instead of staying there um you can use hypnotherapy because hypnotherapy is, is essentially works on your mind again when you are in a um, uh, like relaxed state when your brain mm -hmm. goes into alpha or theta uh, frequencies mm -hmm. that's where we're most receptive of information that's that's what we are between age zero and seven right that's mm -hmm. what humans are like they, that's how they grow up right and right that's why until age of seven we well like sponges we absorb everything right so mm -hmm. what comes around us what our um parents say what our um, teachers say or the meanings that we create about what mm -hmm. we say, right that's what all kind of um programs you're thinking for the future right mm -hmm. and with hypnotherapy or like the hypnosis elements or the affirmations in a uh, like that relaxed state uh, is how you can start reprogramming that so we essentially we hypnotize ourselves all day every day i would say mm -hmm. <laughs> like right sleep, for sure we sleep when we like as we go through life with the feelings and emotions right with the thoughts and emotions because that 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 combination is like really powerful when you think a thought and when you feel the emotion mm -hmm. uh, the more you um focus on that the more um, it perpetuates um in your life right and mm -hmm. like, essentially creates your again thoughts and results and actions right uh with hypnotherapy or with those um nlp tools techniques the change can be so much quicker so much faster rather than just trying to think uh or to like make your way out mm -hmm. of beliefs uh, because it, it goes right into subconscious right and like you're not working with the five percent of your conscious mind but you work with your subconscious right which is such a yeah such a big uh part of it 
Do you have a piece of advice that you could give to people, um, you know, when we're talking about reframing our minds and uh, reprogramming our minds, do you have a piece of advice you could give people that they might feel like they're stuck right now on, on some one thing or another in their life that's holding them back, um, trying to reprogram their mind to, to achieve more? Do you have like a, a good piece of mindset advice? Mm. Oh, so many. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would, well, obviously it depends on where the stuckness is, right? I think stuckness usually happens when we cannot make the decision. Mm -hmm. And the reason why we can't make the decision is we either afraid to make a decision, right? Because of the consequences or because of uh, the internal conflicts of, um, maybe some values, right? Or parts of you, maybe like part of you wants um to make more money and part of you wants to uh have freedom and mm -hmm. internally um you cannot like until you realize what which parts are those right you like usually there is a common um common purpose of both right? mm -hmm. but because we have like maybe limiting belief that you know i can't be free when i'm making money or i can't make too much money and be free mm -hmm. that's that's where the stuckness comes in and like you're trying to move forward but that kind of um that uh conflict inside you is not which is in your subconscious mind pretty much mm -hmm. uh, letting you move forward uh and making yeah being like being afraid of making a decision um again that's looking into your future with the eyes from of the past right mm. so that you have known before the way you know yourself before is essentially um the lenses through which you look at your future mm -hmm. what you want to do is first of all realizing that anything you want like that's my strong belief and the the um the real desires what we want what we want for ourselves is essentially who we are Right? Mm -hmm. without all the uh, programming without all the um you know hypnosis that we've done to our to ourselves for um, years because if, if the desire is like gives you that kick and like that um you feel like yeah that's that's for me that happens that's what i really want um it is like your true essence right mm -hmm. everything else on top is just like the fears the um someone else's ideas and thoughts um so if you want to kind of if you have that desire i would say think and make decisions based on like your future self right rather, mm -hmm. than, um, rather than your current self right and it, it's like it can be as simple as actually meditating on that right putting yourself um in nlp there is a concept of timeline okay uh, where we, we also have like our subconscious timeline right okay where we see our future and we see our past and uh you can essentially go back and forth in your timeline, mm -hmm. in your mind and reprogram your uh, ideas, your opinions, beliefs uh, from the past and also put um, kind of a, a future memory into your future, right? So mm -hmm. the conscious mind um, kind of gets that as well. So it kind of sinks in into your subconscious, right? Mm -hmm. So and, and that's a great exercise. Um, if people can do that on their own, they can just like, at least put themselves 
into that future self, what they want to create, having that already and making decisions from that place, right? Asking themselves like, what, what, like, what would I do, right? To get mm-hmm. there. Okay. I love that. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. That's not something I've really thought of a lot about, to be honest in the past, but that's an incredible concept looking at your life from the the future versus from the past. You know, you can obviously the ben- see the benefits. Um, so something I saw you, you did mention um, that you, you did is you said you did somatic work. I was just wondering if you could explain that for people and also for myself to help me understand what that is a little better. Yeah, so that is um, essentially working with your body because our mind is not just our brain, it's uh, it's everything, right? It's our right. emotions, our the state of our body and our brain works in connection with our um, body hormones, how we, how we feel, right? Our, our mm-hmm. Emotions. Um, and we store all our emotions in our body, in our mm-hmm. cells. Uh, and um, they also say that we might carry the um, uh, the DNA, the emotional DNA from like 14 generations um, back, right? Mm. So your grand granddad, if something happened there and they felt, I don't know, great, or if I felt bad, it might have um, mm. to you with, with the DNA, right? Okay. And um, so... So there are different also like techniques and tools that you can use that you can work with your body to release those emotions, right? It's, some of them are like, like physical that you can physically do something. Some of mm-hmm. them are also um, mental as like you're doing practices with your uh, thoughts and also feeling the the emotions, right? Um, okay. Like thinking about your future or um, thinking about like what you want. You don't just want to think about it. Right, you want to um, to kind of feel that in your body as well. You want to feel those emotions, right? That's um, again part of the coding of your mind, right? Is totally. that you want to um, kind of combine those like little submodalities together with your thoughts, right? With your ideas, with your um, goals. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay, yeah, because that's something I, I talk about uh, with people when I talk about aff- affirmations a lot. You know, it's not just saying the word. Uh, solely it's about the emotion that's attached to it right like really believing visualizing feeling um and making sure that yeah your words are attached to the the emotions um and that's what makes a really powerful impact on helping you recode so um for people that uh want to get in contact with you um after listening to this podcast where is the best place for people to find you or reach out to you yeah it's um either linkedin um irena Crasco or I recently started growing my Instagram as well, uh, which is Irina Krasko uh, underscore coaching. Okay. Um, so yeah, I would be happy to welcome either way. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. And well, yeah, just like either sending me a message or um, just saying hello. <laughs> okay. Sounds great. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. It was amazing talking to you. Uh, you had so much information. Um, So yeah, we'll send people over to your LinkedIn and your Instagram to contact you and have a wonderful day.